Hey everyone, welcome to or welcome back to the Flowcast. This is the podcast for information and inspiration on your journey to finding your flow. My name's RJ, and I'm joined by my co-host, Telsey, and together we explore topics surrounding flow, as well as lead by inspiration through our own passions and those of the guests that we interview. So let's dive right in. I think today we're talking sort of the New Year's resolution Yeah, something along those lines. And, And going through, yeah, just kind of, I don't know if we'll reflect on the past year at all, but also um, like looking towards 2020 and what's going on. Mm-hmm. So is this our, is this the first podcast that'll be published this year or is there one that's been? No, this will be the first one because yeah, cool. uh, I've got Colleen coming in next Monday now okay, because good. of the ice storm that we had yep, this past Monday. That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this this one will be the first episode of 2020 sweet Mm -hmm. well then welcome back yeah welcome back we had a it actually wasn't really much of a layover because i i re-uploaded sort of the the push of the 2020 vision course right as like a filler episode last week or start of this week so we had actually no i guess we still had the christmas week was the yeah christmas was off a little bit um I've got a phone call coming in. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's I'm going to let that one go to voicemail <laughs> because we're not open for another two hours. Not time. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's a new and exciting year. and Yeah, there's some stuff going on. <laughs> it's, al- it's already going full tilt. Um, Seriously. And so today is the first day that you get to officially do your yeah. instructing of the Reformer Pilates at Sweat Happy Wellness. Yes. And, and also Flow Codes is launching it's this weekend. real, so. yeah. Everything, is, everything that I've kind of been dreaming about for this past three, probably since September actually, I was scrolling through my Instagram to kind of check in mm-hmm. with each month of last year because a bunch of people were doing that. And I was like, I wonder what I was doing in all right. these months. And uh, yeah, I think since September, all this stuff has been cooking up. So to me, it hasn't seemed, I don't I just, I don't know why I didn't think it would ne- ever be a real thing. Like yep. it would just never land. It was like this really awesome goal of mine. And then all of a sudden it's like a real thing that I'm selling to real humans and <laughs> it's exciting. It is. Yeah. It's, it's cool. So it's happening. So I'm, yeah, I'm teaching my first class just next door mm-hmm. at Sweat Happy today at 930. So right after this, which is cool. And then it's just full tilt from there. I've got a bunch of privates already set up and I've got a bunch of classes that are running and um, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm really happy to be there Yeah. and uh, we'll see how it goes. So anyone who's part of my class today, bear with me. I, <laughs> it's going to be a trial and error day, but uh, yeah. And then flow codes is, uh, I mean, it's mostly done. If you go my new website for those, I don't, we announced it, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um flowcodesptbo.com. You'll see most of it's done. We just have a few tweaks to get up there. And so everything will be 100% ready to go um, by this weekend, which is pretty exciting. So that's hitting the ground running too. And I've got training clients that are already happening and it's all good. That's awesome. All good. Yeah. Now the whole whole idea of New Year's resolutions gets a lot of people Mm -hmm. kind of jumbled up. Yeah, it sure does. It sure does. What What's your stance on them? Um, I mean, I personally, I'm the kind of person. If you've followed my social media, like you'll see that I, I don't think that you need the new year to do new things. Like I always have little challenges going on that just kind of help me stay motivated, and I bring a team of people with me because they like to follow along, which is sweet. Yeah. Um. So I think you can do stuff like that. You don't need to wait till New Year's to to start something new. Um. I do think that like 90% of resolutions are uh, stupid, if I can say that. Sure. <laughs> I think that, and like, sorry if I'm ruffling feathers, but also you're welcome. Um, I think that people become really unrealistic and really hard on themselves around this time of year. And they get this whole like, like they, they try to 
project who maybe they could be in 10 years of like dedication and hard work to themselves, but they want it in January, Mm. you know? So it's this unrealistic lofty goal that it's just, people are like, it's usually, usually about body image, which I think is silly, but like a lot of the people that I know at least are like, yep, I'm going to, we're starting the diet or like, I'm, I'm going to work out now. All of a sudden my behavior has apparently changed and now I have this regular routine that I'm following and they don't have patience with themselves to like form a habit. Mm. And so I, I just get frustrated because they're unrealistic, not because of the goal itself, but because of people's lack of action plan or high expectations of themselves. Yeah. Right. So resolutions are all right. My stance on it um, this year has been more about priorities, um, setting my priorities instead. So I find if you can if you can state what your priorities are, then these little goals kind of come underneath of that. Like, for example, one of my priorities is to get my health in check. I've got a few hormonal imbalances that I really, really want to get in check. Mm. So I'm prioritizing my health this year. And so every morning I wake up and I'm like – how is this day going to prioritize my health? What am I doing today that's going to do that? And then those little goals fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I look at it a little. Like it, to me, that's how I actually manage my goals and, and make them happen. But yeah. that being said, you can do that any time of the year. This person really wants to. Serious. Wants to. Just give it yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my stance on, on resolutions, <laughs> yeah. if, if you can recap that. Um, what's yours? Well... <laughs> I've I've definitely harked on the the term resolution in the past, mm-hmm. and uh, I still don't love it. I think that yeah, because it's mixed up in this whole idea of it having to be at the start of the new year, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely on board with that. It doesn't have to be the start yeah. of a new year to necessarily, you know, start start your goals or whatever. Now yeah. I did. You know, I did launch a course on on setting and achieving dream goals at the start of the new year because I know that for it's a lot of people, right? yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, they still are going to be totally thinking about that. And and something that um kind of came to mind to me this morning that really it, it's it's something you know my my first ebook endeavor with the seasons of strongman. Mm-hmm was really quite deeply influenced by the... Are you familiar with the monomyth idea from Joseph Campbell? I'm going to say no. I, th- <laughs> I think he's I think he's a psychologist. It doesn't okay. really matter. But he wrote this book called The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Okay. And his monomyth concept essentially is all the themes that all these different... Essentially, all the themes in storytelling. Okay. okay. So... There's a, there's, it's pretty well, it's pretty easy to look at the monomyth themes and plug them into all of our favorite stories, whether it's Star Wars, the Lord of the Rings, um, you know, Indiana Jones, all these things. It doesn't like, you can find a lot of these themes, even going back, not just modern day. And I mean, Lord of the Rings is about a hundred years old now. Um, Not quite, but. Then going back even to like the the Greek mythology and everything, sure, so yeah. there's there's a like the call to adventure is sort of where the hero starts their journey, right? And and then there's the whole progression along the 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 road. Um, but we see a lot of the same things pop up. You know, there's I think he calls it like the sage or like the the wise person that gives you like the advice. Yeah. Uh, there's there's like crossing the the threshold and then you know part of the hero journey is needing to like descend into like in in sort of odysseus terms descending into hell and and so there's always like the darkness on the path like it's not like the um and usually it comes right before the like brightest point right there's all you always face the hero always faces their biggest challenge right before the uh, the climax or the the, um, yep. the the reward and so that's called usually referred to as like the boon and or or uh, 
or it's like the idea of getting like um, Excalibur, like right. yeah, the yeah, sword, yeah. Uh, the sword and the stone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all of those things. And then there's like the return from adventure and reintegration that happens afterwards, which is also super interesting. I was just listening to one of my fitness sort of mentor idol people that I've always I've looked up to for a very long time. John Romanello, he talks about like the hero's journey a lot as well, because mm. he's one of the best storytellers that I've come across, especially in the fitness world. Sweet. He's just got it. He, he loves writing. He's got it all locked in. And it's always amazing. His storytelling is always it just it resonates with me. And uh, he was talking about like this reintegration is a, a challenge for a lot of people. When mm-hmm. after you've gone through this this hero's journey in in real life, not yeah. just in storytelling, because the I think the neat thing about this whole hero's journey is we can often see it in in that world of self improvement. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so that's where that's why I'm mentioning it is because I think that the whole idea of resolutions for a lot of people is this call to adventure. Or yeah. it's a it's a wake up call for a yeah. lot of people, and uh, it's sometimes like a it's not always the best thought out. Like you said, it's mm-hmm. sort of you try to achieve your ten year goal yeah. in January. I just think it's like driven from insecurity, right? Yeah. Instead of and, from like true desire. So it- and and that's where that's why I wrote this this book to help people yeah. or this this course. Not it's not necessarily a book this time around. Uh, to help people get more clarity on what those the, what those dream goals actually are mm-hmm. and and the real and be realistic on the timeline it's going to take you yeah. instead of instead of going to the gym for January and then dropping off like we see yeah. across the industry as yeah. as just the stereotype <laughs> essentially that is unfortunate It is unfortunate and I mean, a lot of that comes to, yeah, lack of planning, lack of education, lack of asking for help. Yeah. Like you're just not supporting yourself through your goals and then, and then you get disappointed and mm-hmm. then you, you die the hero in hell, right? Like it's, you're not the hero anymore. Just hell takes you over Yeah. in that sort of metaphor, Yeah. which is unfortunate, yeah. right? It really is. And, and like, and the other thing with, uh, with, with mentioning sort of the, the hero's journey that. I mean, you can always look back and just like you looked back at sort of this yeah. new call to adventure in September. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I just I think a lot of people could really benefit from knowing is like that that uh, that dissension into hell, like the darkness always comes before the lightest day. I've and almost gotten to the point where I look slash hope for it. And I'm going to knock yeah. on wood so I don't, you know, wish stuff like that upon me. But um, because I know that, I'm like, yeah. okay, there's always a test. And I say that to any friend who's going through a hard time or when something brand new happens and you're so excited and then all of a sudden it seems like it crashes. There's yeah. always a test. Always. Yeah. And that's that, like, that hell period. And yeah. You just have to keep trucking through it. Yeah. You don't even necessarily have to change anything about your behavior. You just have to know it'll... Exactly. You know, you just that's, have to keep going. <laughs> and that's that's why I like sharing these sort of um, like crossovers from from psychology or yeah. whatever it is, so that people know and can prepare yourself a little bit better. And that's yeah, somewhat totally. of what the whole twenty twenty vision course is about. Is it's being, practical? Yeah, yeah you talk prepared. about action steps. You talk about yeah, preparing your mind, body, like everything, which is really awesome mm-hmm. because these are the things. As I said in my little review for you, like these are the things that people forget about. Yeah. Like my goal is to, I don't know, pick a goal, <laughs> lift a million pounds, sure. one million pounds. I'll do it by tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but then you don't like in your game plan, not many people are just like, okay, that means I have to sleep this many hours a night. Yeah. Because really those things seem unrelated because sleeping and lifting weights, you can't do the same. We can't do that at the same time, <laughs> but so important to yeah. support your body through it. Yeah. Right. So it's, yeah. it's cool that, yeah, your, your book mentions that or your, your, I, what should we call it? What is it? a workbook? It's, it's a more course. Of a, like it's a course. A, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but, but even just the example of 
you know, flow codes not launching exactly on time yeah. is is a little bit of that like that challenge sort sure. of coming into place and so you know keep that it's funny i'm not even bothered by it like usually good. usually the little you know shakeups i'm like pulling my hair out like yeah. why didn't it all go to plan but i'm like that's cool like it'll launch when it does and yeah. it's gonna launch by this weekend instead of january 1st yeah. and that's so okay i also it's still gonna launch i've also learned that the more that you you face those little challenges on the the hero's journey mm-hmm. uh, the the better prepared you are and that's totally. it's a type of it's a type of grit um because i think i mentioned it briefly once before and we'll probably have like a separate episode on grit once i've assembled all this information but yeah uh, typically we think of grit as like that that person like the way Angela Duckworth mm. worked. Jordan borrowed that book it. by the way it's on it's on my kitchen table oh <laughs> so I can't point to it I'll point to it I somewhere to, I meant to tell you it's Jordan's over in East it. City yeah um, well that's cool that's what the library's here for yeah he's like you weren't here and I wanted to I wanted it so I took it <laughs> um, sure so she talks about perseverance which is kind of the uh, like the the um, the classic grit but there's also this grittiness that people that are top level performers of any sort face with being able to just kind of go from oh here's an obstacle yeah. i'm already working on the solution to it yeah instead of i guess ruminating on on how We're oh my waste god of time that is yeah oh, what's yeah. what's gonna happen now i'm I'm doomed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck in this mud. I must just stay here forever now. Yeah. yeah. It like it's it, when you think of it in metaphor, it sounds silly, right? Because in metaphor, sure. you can see the whole path. Yeah. And so it's like you can see that this person is just stuck in the mud, and then if you're choosing that like "woe is me" self pity mindset, you're just yeah. standing there getting dirty. Meanwhile, like three steps later is the prize Mm -hmm. and it's so frustrating to see that like when you can see from the outside you're like dude three more steps these two are going to be hard because it's a little sticky but the next one lands you right like it's yeah so that's that's where um, i like that mm -hmm. and resiliency right like i mean i think those are similar things but just like learning from those obstacles and the practice of getting yourself back up yeah is huge because you can apply that anywhere yeah. Which I think is cool. And even just like flow. Flow is grit, right? Because you're like, whether yeah. or not there's an obstacle, you're in your zone and you're not letting it affect you. You're just yeah. working around it. Totally. Yeah. And then keep on yeah, going through. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, that's a great point to make. And I think uh, yeah. the other thing with, with why resolutions aren't, necessarily a bad thing but i just like to use a different word like whether it's mm-hmm. dream goals or yeah or goals in general or uh priorities, priorities like you said yeah. yeah um is is that leads you to your own flow as well right 100 percent. and yeah that's what we're all about so yeah and i mean like if you are setting goals that are really true to you and not just fluffy goals that like society places on us, like those diet or, you know, mm-hmm. weight loss goals that are very lofty. Um, oh no, my brain just stopped. I'm out of podcast practice. <laughs> yeah, no, you, I <laughs> think what you're getting that, to was the point that if you're actually going after those goals that are your own, yeah, then you're actually you're following gonna do your it. Own. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it, it, and it might take this refining process of like, Oh, maybe this goal isn't quite for me. Yeah. So I'm going to tweak it or ditch it all together and forgive myself for that. I haven't lost. I've learned about what I truly want. And then I'm going to go chase that. Yeah. Like it's it. I mean, self-awareness, that's the whole thing. Yeah. As we always say, but it's, yeah, it's neat because you can really, if you're really true to yourself and really dive deep and your book really helps with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of my, my stuff in the flow codes for January is designed for that. Like I've got a cool. meditation for that, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, if you want, it's actually up for purchase too. If you want to buy it one off on my website, it's uh, it's the one called C. Okay. And it's about visualizing your ideal self and then actually having a conversation with your ideal self of like, who are you? What do you look like? 
What do you talk like? What's your personality? What's your job? Like, what are these things? And then manifesting that in your own life because that is you. Yeah. Right. But it, yeah, it's, it's a really awesome way to find your flow Mm -hmm. is being true to yourself and not worrying about the shoulds. Yep. Like to me, if somebody says I should really do that, I kind of catch them right there and say, should you? (laughs) <laughs> or is that something like, you know, I probably should. You, mm. you hear people say that all the time. I probably should start going to the gym. I probably should start eating better. I probably should start reading books, whatever. Yeah. Um, that, to me, the way I translate that is someone's told you that, so you're trying to own it. And mm. it's not something that's so true to you. Mm. Or if it is, then change your language. I am going to start eating better. I am going like, and then you have this obligation to yourself. Yeah. To me, that's, so that's how I set this kind of stuff up. Like this is who I am. Yeah. But I think it's also so important to kind of discuss maybe a little bit of the psychology behind behavior change Mm -hmm. because you can't go from zero to a hundred with habits. They have to be practiced. They have to be formed. And what I've learned with behavior change in psychology is that there's a, there's a period of time where like, you're not ready yet. You're not even thinking about it yet. Or if you are, it's like not yours, it's kind of external. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a period of time where you think about it, but you're not ready to do it yet. It's just, that's where those shoulds are coming in. And you're like, Hmm, that seems a little bit tasty to me, but I'm like, not ready yet. Yeah. That's the time where most people start to go to the gym with these resolutions and then fall off. Right. Um, and then there's a period of time where you need to start putting in action. Mm -hmm. You have to develop a plan and that's when you're almost ready to go, but Mm -hmm. not, not yet. The plan's not done yet. So it's that like, you're not thinking about it. Then you are, then you're planning for it. Then you do it. Mm -hmm. Then you practice it. Then you master it. And those are your, like, that's how you change your behavior. Yeah. So if you don't know that, like an action plan is probably the most important part. That's that hurdle between wanting to do it and actually doing it. And if you don't have a plan, you're going to go into wherever you're going into and feel really lost. For sure. And then that's when you get disappointed or discouraged or, you know, scared. Mm -hmm. And then you stop doing it and you ditch that goal and you run away in the other direction. And it's a whole mess. Yeah. So action plans. So important. Yeah. That's, that's what I, uh, you know, that's what I was encouraging Mm -hmm. people with, with their dream goal setting and, and making it actionable. Mm -hmm. Uh, it also ties back into what you said a few minutes ago about when you're on that dream goal journey, which the reason I call them dream goals is because Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily looking for the outcome as much as the, the journey itself. Yeah. Yes. And learning, learning more along the way and, and refining and adjusting where the endpoint may actually take you to mm-hmm. as you figure out it, whether it's actually what you want or it's whether it's something that, yeah, is, is external. And I, I do mention it's totally fine if it's something, yeah, not, I don't necessarily say whether it's like an externally driven, uh, like something you should do, but mm-hmm. uh, just practicing it, I think, is the key to getting from that point of readiness to change to actually taking action mm-hmm. quicker. So that's that's yeah. that's kind of the the key. And if if uh, yeah, the the new year is calling calling you to a new adventure, then at least you know even if you're even if you're just putting in the reps of, of yeah doing it but um the more that you create an action plan around it the better off you're gonna be as well well and i think a lot of people 100 percent focus on the end right one day i'll get there yeah and it leads to a lot of disappointment because you know i'm gonna use we use working out as a metaphor all the time but i'm gonna use it because it's easy you go to the gym once that's not gonna do anything Mm -hmm. but over time and consistency it is and you kind of learn through that time and consistency of what works for you and what doesn't. And that can be applied to anything, you know, starting a business, eating well, whatever, going back to school. Mm-hmm. You have to be flexible. That's something that someone or I've had so many people tell me, like starting a business, be flexible, be open to change. Like, let the stream that you're in lead you where you're supposed to go. Yeah. And so seeing these obstacles as more guiding factors 
is how I look at them where it's just like, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to run in this direction because there's a big roadblock in the way. <laughs> I'm going to try and just work around that and see where that leads me and not be focused on returning to that end goal necessarily. Like you're saying, like you don't necessarily have to achieve this dream goal. Mm-hmm. It's more about practicing, learning your direction, learning where life's taking you and then being open yeah. to receiving that, whatever that is, right? Like for me, who I, I started the gym bodybuilding. <laughs> I thought that was going to be my niche. You know, everyone was doing it on the internet and it's, uh, it makes your body look good. But, uh, I ditched that real quick. <laughs> I think most of us, most of us did, right? Like it's, you just, you go to the gym, you think bicep curls and it's just, that's what you do all day. And, uh, <laughs> or for the girls these days, hip thrusts or whatever, right. booty work. But, uh, after, you know, a lot of time and trial and error and like, learning what's fun and what's not fun and what brings me joy and what doesn't. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I'm the furthest thing away from bodybuilding and what I do because I really don't care about what my body looks like anymore. It's about how it moves and, and how I can move my own body weight around rather than moving external load around for the most part, still like external load here and there. Um, but it's just, it's funny my path there. Cause then I went from bodybuilding into like a powerlifting regime thinking that, maybe moving heavy load was going to be fun for me. And that mm. was like those three movements were going to be my be all end all in, in fitness. And that's what gave me my name. And then, uh, then I threw my back out. There's that roadblock right there in my way. And I couldn't lift for an entire year. Oh wow. Give or take. Like it was, I couldn't lift heavy for an entire year. I had to do little things for a long time. And that's what's got me on the journey of body weight training, stability training, Mm. um, focusing on core integrity, like these kind of things, which is neat because it, that throwing my back out, that obstacle, that hell hole is what drove me towards doing what I love. Cool. But I had no idea it was taking me there. No, no idea. Yeah. So that like, that's just a little story to say like those little obstacles, they're good. Because they really lead you towards what's true to you. Yeah. It's like just a little nudge. And you can look at it that way or you can look at it as the end of your world. Mm -hmm. And that's going to determine your outcome. Right there. Yeah. And actually, you know, another thing sort of continuing on with the the gym metaphor, because it is always the hot topic for New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Is, uh, and, and so for people starting back up starting whether for the first time or starting back up at the gym Mm. whatever it may be make sure to pace yourself better yes is is like the most important thing i can say because you know (laughs) if if you've been if you've been training for 10 years or whatever you're still gonna go to the gym when you're sore and beat up and every muscle in your body hurts but it's just okay Okay. Yes. Okay. But so most people though, that Mm -hmm. are like new to it, like they get like the trainer that kicks their butt and And then they can't move for a week. How fun is that? Yeah. Well, that's the whole point is finding that like, take the baby steps at first, you know, throughout, especially when it comes to, Oh, I'm so passionate about this, especially when it comes to moving your body Yeah. because that's injury central. Like if your body is not prepped, for high intensity movement and like be realistic with yourself, then you shouldn't do it. Fitness for me, at least in my own philosophies and my own study starts from the inside out. And what I mean by that is like the deepest layers of your muscular tissue. But the problem with, you know, what the media does is it focuses on the outside in. Mm. So that's where bodybuilding comes in. Those are external muscles that you're focusing on. And so then you don't support like your deep core tissue and then you throw your back out. Like it's, we've all done it in some capacity. There's so many people getting injured from doing stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. So do, it's like the little movements, your first workout, if it's your very first workout probably won't feel like much, but it does so much if you're prepping your body this way, Yeah. but it does so much to prep your body for like a long journey mm-hmm. that yes, I like what you're saying. You got to know what your energy's at first of all, and then spend it accordingly Let's, you know, you, I've got this goal. I want to achieve it in a month, we'll say. Just chip away at your month. Yeah. Look at your month and see realistically how you're going to get there instead of being like, I have to do everything today. Yeah. That's not going to work. And then you'll be tired and then you'll be burnt out. And then 
all you're really doing is serving yourself burnout. And that's a huge disservice to yourself, your goals, your body, your dream. Like, no good. For sure. Yeah. Pace yourself. Yes. Because if you really are in it for the long run, what's the rush? Yeah, and that's really that's that's exactly the point. And it's just uh, it is hard to convince people of that. They want they want like quick fixes. But the more that yeah. I guess the more that we repeat it, the more that hopefully it'll it'll actually embed hopefully. itself. That it, it it makes a big difference too. I think, yeah, we're, we're in this culture of self-care right now, which is really cool. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk around self-care and self-love and I love that. And I think that we need to remember that when setting resolutions yep. because beating yourself up going, you know, a hundred kilometers an hour in the gym to achieve a goal that's going to like would happen in years to come if you chipped away at it slowly, like that hard and heavy and fast is not really self-care. Right. Like it's beating yourself up. Yeah. And that's not really love, right, for yourself. And so if we can integrate this, like how can I support myself? How can I be gentle with myself but not lazy? How can I push myself forward in a way that's caring, loving? Then you have this holistic approach where your mental health won't suffer from it because you're actually paying attention to caring about yourself. And then that deep self-awareness comes into play as well. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're able to know what you need, know when it's too much. You're able to call yourself out when you're being lazy or procrastinating. And then you can move forward with that. So maybe think about that with your goals. Like is this self-care? That's really interesting. Uh, it, it brings to mind something that I, I want sort of, I, I want to get your thoughts on because okay. you're well-grounded in this kind of aspect. So a lot of people use the gym uh and and you just kind of mentioned this but for those people that i identify in this way very curious a lot of people use the gym as like uh what what's sort of the analogy like the the hammer for everything's a nail and and uh if you've got a hammer and so they you know they slam the energy drink at 5 p.m. and go and work out for 90 minutes or two hours straight hitting like every single angle of bicep curl possible (laughs) until you can't lift your arms anymore yeah um i guess i i guess this could probably be a, a topic for a whole other day but what's the what's the the problem there and how can we encourage people to or is there a problem there? Sure. Um, what what's sort of the red flag and yeah. and where yeah where where do people go if they or what do people do if they identify in that way? Mm, that's a this is <clears throat> excuse me a good topic. I seem to be joking on like a lingering piece of my breakfast toast. <laughs> um, so what I will say is stuff like that. What you are going to get out of that is instant gratification. So if you're looking for a hit, yeah, go wreck yourself in the gym and you'll feel those endorphins and cool. However, if you're looking for a sustainable lifestyle, if you're looking to be healthy long term and if you're looking to have like healthy muscular tissue, mm-hmm. you got to go slower. So first of all, let's touch on the energy drink thing. Sure. If you need to stimulate yourself to work out, there's a chance that your energy stores are not good. There's a chance that you're already burnt out, but you're ignoring it Mm. by putting the stuff into your body. Realistically, if you are eating a good diet, you are having a good sleep schedule and you're taking care of yourself, you do not need stimulants, give or take. Mm -hmm. People like their coffee. I like my coffee. I don't need it. I just like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a psychological thing though. Um, But yeah, so check yourself there. Some people are slamming the energy drink because it's trendy. It's marketable. And I want to say as a psych major that people in psychology make advertisements. People in psychology do this to manipulate you so that you buy their things. (laughs) They do a great job of it. Yeah. And that's their job. And that's good. They're doing a good job at their job. But (laughs) but if you're doing it because it's trendy, Mm. you're probably not really that self-aware of like, do I need this? Hmm. You're not honing in on it. So so take a minute before you, you know, take that scoop of 
what like C4 whatever that stuff <laughs> is called that dusty pink stuff that everyone drinks oh my gosh um that like makes you itchy what is that oh that's uh, oh it's that's, whatever there's that, niacin in yeah it. so brutal. It gives you i mean that, it's a b vitamin so yeah, good but like yeah. ugh. anyway Yes, yeah, so check yourself there. Like, or actually, and beta alanine is the other that's, thing. That's yes, that's beta alanine is the one that yeah. gives people the tinglys. Oh too. my gosh, what a weird thing! What a weird. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a legal drug. It's safe, <laughs> like safe with any quotes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I would say with the energy drink is like, there's a chance that you are not taking care of yourself in all other ways. Like, you should be eating healthy, fibrous carbs. And that will give you, yeah, sorry, keto people. So <laughs> we should do an episode on keto at some point. Um, but if you're eating enough carbs to fuel yourself and to be, stay within your goals, depending on what they are, yep. that's your energy source. If you're eating this like heavy protein and fat rich diet, like if you're steak all day, every day, and that's it, you're going to need that energy drink because you're bogged down, right? So you got to pay attention to like, what you're putting into your body. High energy foods was mm-hmm. what I, high vibe foods, all the hippies call them, but it's okay. like living foods, <laughs> yeah. vegetables, raw things every now and then, fruit, high enzyme foods, stuff like that. Like that's going to give you the energy you need. So that's that touch. I could talk on that forever because hmm. it's it's a pet peeve of mine that <laughs> I'm like, fuel yourself with real things and then you'll have a real result. Hmm. Um, then when it comes to like slamming out the bicep curls or whatever, right? Like, so you've got a goal to have bigger biceps. Cool. That's great. That doesn't mean that every time you go to the gym, you should only do bicep curls because then you're creating this huge muscular imbalance in your body, which means that then like your muscles are all attached to each other in some capacity. So if you then like, if you're working only your arms or you're doing one muscle group at a time or even one muscle group, a workout, Mm. um, you're creating this imbalance if you're not taking care of the other muscle groups, which then your arms are going to be stuck bent a little bit, which is not good because then you're not going to be able to extend. Right. So what I always say is like one movement pattern is not bad. So let's say, you know, someone is stuck in like a kyphotic spine, like a hunchback. That's only bad if it is inhibiting you from extending your spine. So if your ranges of motions are restricted, mm-hmm. so your your arm is able to bend and extend, so your elbow, your arm does all kinds of things, but your elbow is able to, you know, contract and extend back and forth, that bicep curl motion. If you can curl up, but you cannot fully extend because your bicep is super tight, that's an imbalance. Then injuries come. Then, you know, your bones start rubbing against each other and you get these like hairline fractures just from having too mm-hmm. much muscle in the front, not enough in the back. Hmm. Um, so that's my biggest passion is like, Make sure that you're balancing your body out and your lifestyle, everything really, being well-rounded in your approach and chipping away at it slowly is always better because the body takes time to heal. Mm -hmm. And so essentially, like if you guys don't know this, when you work out, you start to tear your muscle. That's that burning feeling that we all chase, right? Um, Your muscle is ripping and it needs proper nutrition, proper sleep, proper hydration in order to heal that and put it back together if you're not giving yourself time for that to happen you're not actually going to get a bigger muscle like it's you got to tear it repair it tear it repair it back and forth until the muscle starts to grow because you're adding in these amino acids these proteins and not necessarily just bigger muscle but also stronger yes exactly right Totally. It's also a big goal for a lot of people. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's so that's all central nervous system too, which yeah. is so important to pay attention to. Because if you're if you want to get stronger, like lifting more load, not just pumping your muscles, you have to train your central nervous system. You have to take care of it because mm-hmm. it's all this nervous tissue that's literally programming your body to say, Okay, I have to get that up. I have to lift that up this high or whatever. Sure. And so you're programming that pattern, that's what we call muscle memory to make it happen and you need to take care of your nerves Mm. that means sleep that means healthy fats that means good hydration like all these things to get things flowing and if you're not doing that you're not going to get stronger like i'm sure most people listening to this have experienced 
maybe not, maybe that's assumptive, but a workout when you're tired yeah. versus a workout or like tired and hungover and malnourished versus when you're like <laughs> ready to go, ready to go. Right. Yeah. It's a huge difference. Like yeah. you can lift like many pounds more when you're feeling better. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you took care of yourself on a regular basis and gave yourself rest on a regular basis, but also, you know, pushed yourself on a regular basis, how far you could go Yeah. versus trying to do it all in one shot on an artificial stimulant and, you know, hoping for the best. <laughs> so that's my long-winded answer to that. No, but that's like, great. It, it, it all comes down to like, take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know how, ask for help. Yeah. There's so many resources out there that are free. There's you and I are out here. RJ does nutrition. I've got meal planning. I've got personal training. Like you, you can find people mm-hmm. if you have the finances for it. But there's also so much free information. Yeah. You just have to know where to look <clears throat> for it. I'm always open for DMs, whatever, like people totally. message me about things and I will always give you an answer. I do not believe in restricting my information. <laughs> um, I'm not going to give you a full training program, <laughs> but I will definitely guide you in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so educate yourself because it's so yeah. important. It's We're starting to get there. Like I'm noticing there's a handful of bodybuilders at, at House Fitness and um, I admire the sport. It's just not for me. But they're they're starting to get into like there's one young buck Seth. He's awesome. He uh, he's starting to get all hyped up about foam rolling because he's realizing like he's like 17 and he's got back issues already because he's uh, been you know pumping his external muscles more than his internal muscles for sure. a long time. But he started to get into like understanding about fascial tissue and understanding about like warm-ups and all this stuff and it's really helping him along which is sweet it's been really fun to watch him grow yeah, um, so there cool. is a wave in the young fitness community that's coming through with this more like well-rounded fitness which is sweet yeah we're getting there yeah we just gotta keep pumping that message out <laughs> for sure yeah yeah uh is there anything else we want to touch on today um i think it's maybe just important to recap like whatever your resolution is what are some tips to get there? Well, it's um, <clears throat> if you if you really want to know, <laughs> buy my 2020 vision course. No, I'm just kidding. No, oh. he's not just kidding. Buy the course. <laughs> it's cool. rjkazer.com slash 2020. Yeah, it's very easy. Link to get to. And um, it's on sale right now. But it's... Yeah, the, the resolution. You're going you're gonna to have something. I mean, most people... It's just, it's that, I think, I forget if I mentioned this part of the the hero's journey. There's like the crossing the threshold is another Mm. sort of thematic thing. And the new year is literally a threshold into the new year. Yeah. And we're in a new decade as well. And so it is, it is something that is part of our, our journey. The new year just has people reflecting a little bit more. Uh, like you said, you went mm-hmm. through your your Instagram feed, which is an interesting way to like visually see yeah. our past year. And uh, I haven't done that just because I don't know. I I kind of know a lot of what happened this past year anyway. Yeah. But it might be fun to do anyway. But it's fun to just like be reminded of the playful memories too. You're yeah. Like, right. I had fun that month. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And uh, and so, um, step one is is uh, for me. I'd say. Either sp- spend some time actually thinking about it, contemplate whether that is mm-hmm. what you actually want to achieve. Yep. Let's say this year, because it's not going to happen in January. So this, not, this I mean, year, not if it's a big goal, right? Yeah, yeah. What's going to happen this year is is what you need to get clear on. So go for a walk, meditate, yeah. float, do something that gets you a little bit more, lets your subconscious process it, not just your your active yeah. mind. Because, yes. because like that's... That outside, inside muscle thing yeah. too. Prepare yourself. Let it sink in. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, usually uh, and a whole other topic we'll get into because this, this book called Insight that I'm reading that mm. was a gift from Dan for Christmas... Yeah, yeah. Is uh, is pretty mind blowing with a lot of the things that we think lead to more self awareness and insight actually are counterproductive. Whoa! So, yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be a <laughs> cool. mind blowing episode. I want to hear about for. it. Yeah. Um, I, I 
I'm fairly confident we're in, in we're doing a pretty good job, you know, with the, the flow cool. cast and on our own journeys. Cool. Uh, I've made it far enough in the book that I think we're, we're doing okay. We're not like the, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not the, the, the fake self-aware kind of, kind of people. Cool. Um, but yeah, let your, let your subconscious sort of process it. Don't just, you know how you do that? You sleep. Yeah, that too. Sleep is huge. Yes. Like that's how it sinks into like longer term yeah. memory and what have you and deeper and, into your brain. Yeah. And yeah. people, people talk about, you know, it'll, you'll feel it in your heart or your soul mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter. You'll, you'll feel it more than just think it. Yes. Uh, and that's so important. Yeah. Because then it becomes you. It becomes in your body. Yeah. And not just like floating above your head. And then, and then, uh, whether you need help with it or whether you can do this on your own, you've got to break down that big goal yep. into things that you can actually take action on. Yep. So make it, especially if you're new to this whole game, make it as simple as possible. It could be going for a walk for 30 minutes a day. Yeah. It could be going to the gym for 30 minutes three times a week. Mm-hmm. I, I would say an hour is better. An hour three times a week. Yeah, I mean, kind yeah. of, depends on what you're doing. Yeah. I mean... But yes. You, you got to get at least a certain amount of movement. You know, you most of us are not in a caloric deficit. So no. we do need to get some activity. That's why I like the walking even on those days that you're not working out. Walking's incredible yeah. for your body. First of all, like we've evolved to do that. Yeah. So if you're not doing it, your body is not working the way it should. Yeah. Right? Like it's so good for your body. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, for other goals, just figure out those things that you can actually do consistently and mm-hmm. just keep doing it um yeah it's gonna be slower progress than you might have originally hoped but you're gonna feel, feel better though. totally in the short term and you're gonna get the results in the long term that are gonna actually stick yeah and it kind of forces you to like be real with where you're at right now mm-hmm. like i think of you know that thank god this is kind of changing in society right now but um women who hate their bodies it is so common and it's so unfortunate. And if you slowly chip away at a fitness goal, it forces you to be present in your own skin instead mm. of wishing for this ideal body, whatever that is, sure. which yeah. is probably never going to be achievable because it's not real. It's in your head. But it forces you to be okay with where you're at presently. Yeah. And that is so important with this kind of stuff is just presence. Hmm. Like, where am I today? And like I said at the start, like for me, I, I wake up and I say, how do I prioritize my health today? Because my long-term goal is to have very certain things like medically seeing on charts. Like I want that to happen. But that's not going to happen if I eat healthy once, right? (laughs) That's not going to happen if I get one eight-hour sleep. Like it's – I need to say, okay, today I support myself by doing this in hopes that the long-term goal is achieved. Mm -hmm. Right? Presence is power. That is actually a mantra I've used before when my distractible brain is (laughs) doing what it does. I I just – have to take a minute and say no presence is power and that's how you drive through with this kind of stuff yeah um yeah i like that i don't know that i have anything to add to that besides something that i always tell myself um is that dedication dedication will last more than motivation Mm. because there will be i guarantee you regardless of what your goal is there's going to be a day where you don't want to do it yeah there's going to be a day that you're not motivated and those are the days where grit comes in. Those are the days where like you have to get really serious with yourself and say, am I serious about this? Do I actually want this? Am I dedicated to myself? Am I yeah. dedicated to this goal or am I not? And that's either that's going to be a roadblock that you have to maneuver around or it's going to be this like bumper of, okay, maybe my direction is kind of wrong. Yep. Like it's maybe my motivation for this is not as intrinsic or as internal as I thought it was. How do I adjust that? Yeah. But dedication over motivation any day. I usually like surprise, surprise. Most often I don't like going to the gym. Once I'm there, I'm good. Yeah. But the act of going there is really hard for me. Yeah. Because my couch is really great. (laughs) (laughs) And my dog is really snuggly. And, (laughs) you know, I got all these reasons. But I always ask myself, am I dedicated to this? And the answer is always yes, because that's my thing. That's my niche. And then I go and I have a great time. Yeah. But yeah. It also ties in to our our idea of integrity, right? Mm-hmm. If you say you're going to mm-hmm. do something, mm-hmm. do it. And yeah. so That's you can go back and listen to that episode totally. or just kind of simply put, it's also why I write about affirmations in the in mm-hmm. the course. 
because if you identify, if you start to build the identity, because you don't go from not identifying to identifying overnight, That's a process, you start to yeah. build the identity through things like affirmations or, yeah. or these other practices you can use, then you are the type of person that goes to the gym every day or yep. three times a day, three times a week or yep. whatever, it, whatever that, that X is for you. Yeah. Because then you're kind of, you're almost obligated, right? If yeah. you're saying like, I am the type of person who does this, if you don't do it, you're lying to yourself, right? Yeah. So it really does help you navigate where your priorities are at and, <laughs> and how you're going to get there. So that's, I mean, we touched on this kind of at the beginning too, is language is so important. Yeah. It's not, oh, I'll get to the gym sometime today. I'm going to the gym at 6 p.m. for an hour, Tuesday, whatever, yeah. right? And then and then you go. But sometimes you need that, like, am I dedicated to that? <clears throat> yeah. Like, don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Because language change does not equal behavior change overnight, right? It's more about, like, you have to exactly try on that identity, wire it in your body. Um, but there's... Uh, I haven't studied too much of this because it's just I don't, not a priority, I guess. But the law of attraction right. and this idea that, like, it, you know, the whatever community calls it, like manifesting or what have you, right. it's the same thing. It's like it's getting things into your life, inviting things into your life, and making them happen. Um, the law of attraction is just like you want things to come to you into your life, but it also within that law, a little sub law is the law of action. Okay. You yeah. have to do something to attract that. It doesn't just come to you. Yeah. You have to do something. And that's, I think, the whole, what we're saying with this whole episode is that you, you got to do something. You have to put your money where your mouth is. If you're going to say you're going to do something, it's not just going to happen. Yeah. There's then action that yeah. needs to be taken. And that action is not just specific to that goal, but it's also supporting your body, supporting your mental health, your physical health, your well-being. In order to, and you say that in your book um, or in your course, like it's in order to actually achieve and appreciate your goals, right? Keeping your energy where it should be. Yep. So important. Totally. So take care of yourselves mm -hmm. <laughs> while you're on this journey to whatever your goal is, and you'll be much more grateful for the outcome as opposed to f getting there and like feeling fried. I mean, like, oh my gosh, thank God we're there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Totally agree. So we'll, that's uh, it. yeah, that's it. <laughs> We're going to wrap up and, yeah. uh, you've got a Pilates. I got to go teach a class. So Whoa. Have fun with that. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> it'll be good. As always, thank you for listening to the Flowcast. If you like listening to this podcast, I really encourage you to go and leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple podcasts. You can listen to us or subscribe on Spotify or on YouTube if you like the, the video versions. Also forward it to a friend you think could benefit from the information in this episode or any other episode. It really helps to spread the word and we definitely appreciate it. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>